occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 16. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we will be your ghostesses this evening. Nice, this is catching on. (laughs) Uh, This episode, I'm talking about Roanoke. It's America's oldest unsolved mystery, or one of. And the clues on our social media, at Myths, Magic, Pod, if you aren't following already... Um, the first one was the artist's portrayal of the discovery of the abandoned colony in uh, 1590. Almost in 1950, like that was... <laughs> uh, the second one was the house from the series American Horror Story Roanoke. The third one was the recreation of the tree inscribed with crow. And the fourth one was the location of Roanoke Colony. So good job if you got that right. And I am going to be talking about Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Um, the clues explained. The first one was Hungary, uh, which is where it's all set. The second one is her family's coat of arms. Third one is some blood because she wasn't a very nice person. Or was she? We'll debate. And the fourth one was her portrait. Cool. I'm excited to learn. Yeah. Uh, today, on the day of release, is Kate's birthday. Whoop whoop. I hate that we both did that. I know, it's awful. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kate. <clears throat> we Thank love you. you. I hope all of you sing it. Happy. Don't no okay. <laughs> I wasn't gonna sing the whole Maybe song. Maybe let's not. Anyway, uh, moving also, on. Yeah, moving <laughs> moving swiftly on. We are on the iTunes True Crime chart in Norway, which is really cool. Hopefully, we'll be on a couple more in the future. Yeah, that would be awesome. Shout out to Hungary. Hungary. That's not what I meant. Norway. Even a bit. <laughs> shout out to Norway. Also, Sorry. shout out to Hungary. <laughs> shout out to Hungary for housing Elizabeth Bathory, but <laughs> in like evidently that year. is all that's in my brain right now. Yeah, right. I apologize to Norway. Sorry about that. What are you thinking, girl? Oh, speaking of thinking, I've seen a lot online about how you think and your inner monologue. Have you seen it? Yeah, apparently some people, most people, think in full sentences. And I, like I imagine a small animal would, think only in pictures. <laughs> you don't think full stop. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, how do you think? I kind of, um, I imagine myself like doing the things. That's what I, I get, like short films of me doing things. But if it's like not me thinking about a task, if it's me thinking about like an, an abstract idea, I'll like think in kind of key words. Do you know what I mean? What, like shower? <clears throat> no, because that's like doing something. I mean, like if I'm thinking, oh, is today going to be a hot day? I'll just be like, today hot. <laughs> hot and, like now. those words will like flash up in my mind. Today hot. Yeah, I get that. No, I get this. I get a similar kind of thing. I was talking to my friend because she was like, oh, do you ever get like songs in your head along with your short films that you think about in your brain and I was like yeah when I get a song in my head I have the same one from start to finish until I listen to a different song so I'm always listening to music otherwise um it really bothers me that I'm still hearing the same song in my head it depends on the time I've went through phases it's been different every time it's different on the day sometimes I listen to a song and then it'll be on my head and repeat for like seven hours until I'm going to sleep and then I wake up and it's gone. Or I always find there. that it's not a song that you particularly love. Either. Yeah, no, 
It's never something I really want to listen to. I don't listen to it. I don't get it in my head and go, wow, I want to listen to that. I'm like, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I used to get that um, one song from Oliver stuck in my head. It wasn't even the main one. I don't know what it was. It wasn't even the main one. It wasn't, no. It was the poo one. I can't remember what it was, but I haven't seen Oliver in like <laughs> literally 20 years. Yeah, so. sometimes I get the Club Penguin Halloween music Ooh, in my head from class. like 2008 or something. <laughs> It's really, I wish my brain, I just want to get my brain out and just rinse it under a cold tap and put it back in and hope that it works a bit better. It's annoying. But you yeah, I don't think in a flat words. brain like a koala. <laughs> smooth brain. <laughs> Koalas have smooth brains. <laughs> Fun fact of the day. Anyway. Anyway. You want to, you want to jump right in? Yeah, I'm going to wrap this brain talk up and we'll get straight into Roanoke. Woo! So yeah, one of America's oldest unsolved mysteries. You know anything about it? I watched, uh, it was season six wasn't it of american horror story yep yeah i watched that but i didn't know anything about it before and then um i played red dead redemption 2 and it's got roanoke in it and like apparently some creepy stuff happens up in that bit of the map yeah well i'll um i think if you rewatch the series once you know a bit more about it it might be a bit more interesting maybe yeah i wasn't really a fan of it because i didn't really like the way in which they did it like i love american horror story but I didn't, it was sort of done more like a, like a vlogumentary, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a documentary. Yeah, I wasn't, it was like a reality TV show almost. I mean, it was that, but But they acted. were all acting. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I, I feel like if I went back and rewatched it, then I would appreciate even just the acting in it, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. I think it was different because obviously you liked the season before a lot and all the other ones. So then for them to change the style of the show completely, it probably didn't help. I think if you watched it without watching the others and you didn't have any sort of expectations, it would be different. Yeah, definitely. But it was interesting content. So yeah. I'm excited to learn more. Uh, my sources are National Geographic, TheDailyBeast.com, Inverse.com, Pedestrian.com, HistoryCollection.co, History.com and CreepyTimes.com. So Roanoke is essentially, it's a lost colony, and it was established in 1585 as an English attempt to make a permanent settlement in North America. It was abandoned by 1590. So there's a lot of theories about what happened. 1950. 1950. <laughs> when, like, Greece was set or something. Yeah, in 1590. There are lots of theories about what happened, but nothing confirmed what happened to all 116 people and why they all went missing without a trace. Ooh. Roanoke was shown in American Horror Story season six, uh, as I said, and one of our listeners said that it was also in a Supernatural episode, but I don't think I've seen it, so maybe we should start watching Supernatural again. Yeah, should I we? started it, but... I Drop us know. an email, let us know. They covered a lot in the first season that was really, really cool. They covered um, a lot of the ones that I've spoken about. They did like Bloody Mary, The Wendigo, stuff like that, but... I liked Supernatural, I just couldn't keep up with it, and I was watching a bunch of stuff at the time, and... I don't really watch too much TV now, but yeah, let us know if we should continue watching it because I'm happy to start it again mm -hmm, and see, see what it's like. So anyway, in 1548, Queen Elizabeth I gave Sir Walter Raleigh a royal charter to colonise North America. So Walter sent the first expedition to explore the eastern coast of North America and it landed on what is now North Carolina, but at the time they called it Roanoke. Mm -hmm. It was a small island with some native people called the Croatoans. Apparently the first expedition went well, and after Walter, after that, Walter organised a second one, and it went absolutely horribly, because the native people were angry that the English were exploiting their land and resources. Understandably. Obviously. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, many of the people who were taken over, 
who took a corona. Like they wanted to leave and go back to England because it wasn't great. They wanted to go back to like their families and their comfortable lives. Mm-hmm. But fifteen men stayed behind to protect the fort and let Roanoke Island and keep it claimed. In 1587, Walter sent the final expedition to Roanoke and made his friend John White the leader and governor of the colony. This voyage also included women and children, which indicated that they had strong intentions to settle the land and just stay there. Right. So when John and his group got to the island, the only remains of the 15 Englishmen were one skeleton. Oh, love that. Yeah, it says online that John established good relationships with the majority of the native people, but I'm not sure like how legit that is. Yeah, it and was probably told, told from a bunch of white people, but yeah. he was a really nice guy to them. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure he just told everyone that, but he also said that not everyone was so welcoming. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, open mind. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know, I've never met this guy, obviously. I don't know him personally. Uh, later that year, so still 1587, John White decided to sail back to America. Back to America. Back to England. Sorry, I've written America like a big dumb idiot. He went back to England because he wanted to get more supplies for the colony. Mm-hmm. And as he arrived, a major naval war broke out between England and Spain. So this is the one you probably remember from primary school history, if you learn about the Tudors. Spanish Armada. Oh, see, my stupid ass brain blocked everything out about <laughs> the Spanish Armada. I don't know anything about it. Is that the one with Napoleon? I'm awful at history. Spanish. Was he not? Who was he? He was French. Oh, God. Thank God I'm not doing a podcast on that. So. (laughs) Don't don't look at me like that. So, yeah. Queen Elizabeth called on, like, every ship to confront the Spanish Armada because they were super dangerous. And in August of 1590, three years later after the battle, and because of, like, funds and stuff. Wait, sorry. Why did we get into a fight with Spain? just happened in it that's not the point oh sorry <laughs> the point is that it caused a disruption so john was only supposed to go to england to get some supplies in return but then he was stuck there. but then he went there and obviously there was a huge war right. and he was like okay well now i have to like deal with this so he was in england for three years and back in roanoke he he'd left his wife daughter and infant granddaughter right. so he obviously wanted to return to them desperately like they'd all stayed there well, also, especially if the last time you left people there all you found was a skeleton i mean yeah you'd want to go back right <laughs> So he went back to the island in 1590, three years later. As he anchored onto the island, he saw a column of smoke rising into the air and fresh footprints. But as he got further onto the island, he realised there was nobody there. The only other sign of life were the letters C-R-O, so crow, carved into a tree. This was a pre-arranged code that they had come up with, and it meant that if they were to leave the island, they would carve the destination into a tree or a post, and adding a cross would mean that they left in an emergency or they were taken against their will. So that was Sorry, weird. Wait, why did they have time to like then add on a cross if they're in an emergency? I guess you're just because a cross is kind of something you can do real quick, like an X or something. But why wouldn't it be like you add an X if like you're going at your own pace and like you don't add something extra if you're being like actually like grabbed? All right, look, I. I've got some real issues with these I people back in the 1500s. <laughs> yeah, so the code was, was there, and as they were exploring further, they found a post with the word Croatoan carved into it. Mm-hmm. It was all in capital letters without any sign of distress, and there was no cross on it. And it was weird because the post that the letters were carved into was part of a defense wall that was put up that wasn't there when he left, which means that they put it up after he'd already gone. Mm-hmm. And that kind of meant that they were preparing for an attack. 
but there were no other signs of struggle for an attack, and the buildings looked to be calmly disassembled. So again, no sign of leaving in a hurry. Bit weird. And Croatone can mean two things. The firstly is obviously the native people, but there was also an island with the same name only 50 miles away. Okay. And John desperately wanted to reach the island because his family could have been on it, but poor weather, a lack of supplies, and his his men refused to go with him. So that obviously meant that he was unable to check it out. Why? Don't know. I guess because the weather was bad and they were like, we're all just going to die. They just weren't asked. They're like, oh, we've just got here. Yeah, so they returned to England instead. And John found Walter, so the guy who organised the whole thing, because he was, he was rich. And also partly because they were friends, but I think it was predominantly because he was rich. Hang about, he just went back to England, leaving his wife, kid and grandkid. Yeah, his men wouldn't go with him. They were like, we're just going to take so, you So, bugger that, I'd just lie and tell him we're going to England. Take a detour, it's only 50 miles. I guess, yeah. Nah, he's in on it. I don't trust him. Yeah, he killed him. Maybe. I mean, (laughs) lots of things could have happened. (laughs) So yeah, he went and found Walter, because Walter was rich, and he wanted to get some money so that he could organise, you know, going back over there. And Walter said no, because he was planning to venture to Ireland, so he refused to help John, and his family were just kind of forgotten about. No one dealt on anything to help him, no one went to find them. They were just lost forever. Because he knew they were dead. (laughs) It's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So many historians believe that they were either killed or abducted by the Native Americans. They could have tried to sell back to England or failed. I mean, it just drowned at sea. They could have moved to the island easily. Like, they could have just went there. I don't think they found any remains there, though, but, like, they could have just went for a bit and then moved somewhere else. Well, maybe they were possible. headed there, but, like, if the weather was, like, often bad there, maybe they got into an accident and died. Yeah, anything, really. Um, they could have also been killed by the Spanish. They could have been starving to the point where they just ate each other. Like, it could have been anything. They could have got a disease. It could have been aliens. I suppose, but, like, he would have found... Oh, you and the bloody aliens. They could have been abducted by <laughs> aliens. He could have. He would have found the remains, though, if they'd have eaten each other, would he not? I guess, unless one person just... Legged it. bones into the sea <laughs> and went away. <laughs> one person ate all of them very quickly. Including the skeleton. Hungry. <laughs> so... A team of archaeologists in what I believe to be 2015, but like I'm not entirely sure because on my sources, some of them were saying 2015, some of them were written like in 2015, or some of them were written like 2017 and saying like recently. And I'm like, how recent is recently? Mm-hmm. But around that time, uh, they began excavating near Mary Hill in North Carolina, which is the opposite direction to where everyone originally thought they'd gone. Okay. And Nicholas Lucchetti, who runs the James River Institute for Archaeology, so that they had evidence that strongly indicated that there were Roanoke colonists in that area. And that was the discovery of ceramics in that area, so English bowls and shards of a jar that were often used for sea voyages. Mm-hmm. So they, the team thought they located the site and that they had evidence. And in addition, the team had been working on surveying an area of land on a 16th century map. And they were using x-rays in the British Museum and found a four-pointed star 50 miles inland from Roanoke which they think could have represented a fort or like a secret emergency location, mm-hmm. and they all just moved there. But something else that is really weird Oops. is the word Croatoan and the mysteries that surround it. So, get this. <laughs> In the 1800s, Edgar Allan Poe, right before his death, disappears for several days, and he comes back and he's brought to his deathbed, and on his deathbed he whispers Croatoan over and over again. 
The word Croatonis had to be scribbled in the journal of Amelia Earhart, the pilot who went missing. It's carved into the bedpost of Ambrosia Beas, who was a writer that went missing. And it was scratched onto the prison walls of Black Bart before he was released, and he was an outlaw that left behind poetic messages after his robberies. And it's also on the last page of the logbook found aboard the ship Carol A. Deering, which was a huge ship that was run aground in North Carolina, and the crew were nowhere to be found. Oh, I've ack got, like, chills. Weird, right? Yeah. That is weird. How do you explain that? I don't know. I, I can explain away a lot of things. So there's a lot of mystery surrounding that word, which is just crazy. Like, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it is definitely odd that that's one big coincidence that keeps cropping up. And I, I can't prove the Amelia Earhart one because uh, I don't have her journal, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the, the Black Bart one and the ship one were definitely true. That's crazy. Any ideas of what happened? I... To Roanoke or to any of these people that went missing? Ambrose Bierce? Black Bart? Okay, so the Crowtone thing cropping up, I've not got an actual Scooby-Doo. Right, that's just weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is just weird. Um, yeah, I'm not touching that one with a barge pole, but... Fair enough. The... Um, the fact that like they were further inland and like completely the other way when he left did he leave just the woman and children because I presume he took his crew back with him he didn't take all of them there was like a bigger shipment that he sent over because they were like keeping the land right and there were still people there from before okay but there weren't like tons of them no no because I reckon maybe um there were 116 so it wasn't huge, but it was enough people that it would be like... Is that including women and children? Though? Yeah. Because I think maybe, you know, they intended to go to the island and then either the weather was bad or, you know, they got lost or something because, like, the locals were getting really angry and they started building this defence wall and then they were like, actually, there aren't enough of us. There are too many women and children here. We're not going to risk it. We'll just go off on our way like this bit of land isn't that important <clears throat> and maybe they just moved as far away from from that sort of area as possible do you know what i mean yeah um i feel like that's probably likeliest because you know the locals have a right to be mad <laughs> you're being a dick i mean yeah you can't just turn up and be like oh mine now they could have been killed they could have been like you know captured and brought into slavery or something yeah it literally could be anything. Like, I can't even begin to imagine because it's such a... Oh, yeah, there are so many things. Oh, well, concept. And it's weird as well. Like, I mean, it's not weird. It's obvious. But I feel like we're so reliant on being able to communicate with each other. Yeah. That, like, these people just went missing and they could have easily just went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But they had no way of telling anybody. So yeah. they just didn't. And yeah, now like, no maybe, one knows where they went. Maybe they went to the island and then when they were on the island, like, they realised... The resources on the island weren't very good and then they had to move from there you know yeah and also carving messages in a tree is fine all the time that you're not in a rush but like they could have got to the island and realized there was like a predator on the island you know i'm not gonna face off with like i don't know a wild cat while i'm busy etching in fucking north carolina do you know what i mean into a tree yeah fair so is, and then adding an X, which is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. 
Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, maybe that. Also, like, maybe spooky things too. Maybe murders, you know. But the locals weren't there either. You don't know. Um, I'm not sure because I could. I found sort of mixed ideas of whether there were native people around the area, or whether they kind of stepped back once they realised that you know they couldn't have that land or whatever. Mm-hmm. But either way, I you know they lived in the general sort of area. I don't think they lived because Roanoke was an island. No, I just mean like when everyone went missing. Oh, there was no one there. It was completely empty. No one at all. The island. I mean, was it barren, could be, that... but it did have smoke and footprints. So someone was there. Not super long ago. Like, it hadn't rained to wash the footprints away. There were people... People were there within, like, you know, a little while. I mean, it could have been that um, the locals were pissed off and they were like, you know what? We know that they don't have that many soldiers there anymore. Let's just... We'll just take them. Attack, yeah. And then, you know, maybe they were living there and then one that was by the shore saw a huge ship coming back with loads of them. Walked the other way, which were the footprints before. Put out their fire from when they were chilling there, and buggered off. So you think you think that the Croatians killed them all? I don't. I don't think that. I'm not trying to be like the natives are savages. You know no, what no, I mean? No, no, no. But like, I, it's, I mean, it's completely understandable, especially at a time when, like, I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but it's a bit more acceptable to kill people, I guess. Oh yeah, if you're <laughs> like, killing people to get your own land back, like it, it happens. Yeah. But like, it happens now. <laughs> it happened. But like. I mean, I would understand that if they were like, well, now there are less people, we're going to kill you all. Well, it still does happen now, doesn't but it? What's, yeah, but what's odd is that there was no sign of, like, distress. Yeah, but... They would have had to capture them to kill them, which, I mean, could have happened as well, to be fair. I mean, that's not necessarily true, though, because if there were, you know, women and children, they would have been asleep. I can't imagine there would have been, like, a heavy guard presence, do you know what I mean? So, like, if you have a bunch of the locals... And they, like, take you from each side at darkness. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, if you think about, like, specialised teams of, like, you know, like, um, what do I mean? Like, FBI teams. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. stealth ones. They've only got, sort of, like, a handful of people to take on lots of people. Yeah. Because they're specialised. You know, if they've been, if the Croatoans have been living there, they know how to, like, hunt, I presume, that they weren't, like, a super built up, you know, yeah. Please say that I'm right and that I'm not just being, like, accidentally racist. I'm not entirely sure. Right. Because, like, I presume that if they're, like, right on the edge, they didn't have, like, a super set up town. It just said that they were they were native. I mean, I could do a little bit extra research, but from what I just found, all of my sources that I read just said that they were native. I didn't use Wikipedia because there was a lot of knowledge on it, and I didn't want to just be droning on forever. Yeah, I imagine it probably says on there. Fair, because yeah, I imagine you know if you know how to hunt, you know how to kill. Yeah, and if you, you know, hunt, you might do so at like in darkness. So, I don't imagine it would be that much of a push. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. Or it could have been aliens, like you say. Or like a, a curse or something. Yeah. I think that um, like an entity might make more sense because that way it would explain all of the, the weird things since. 
Yeah, I think I might do an episode on that, um, that ghost ship. I think that might be interesting. Mm. Yeah, I know that that would be cool. But I don't know. It's weird. I don't have any any real answers. Yeah. Well, at least you've learned a few things, especially about the Spanish Armada. Oh, stop it. I feel like such an idiot. I was never good at history. <laughs> I'm trying to reclaim it now. Right now. Yeah. You're, you're Hungarian woman. I am. Elizabeth. Yeah. All right. Scare factor. Out of five. How scary do you think this is? I don't think Roanoke is scary. Um, It was just colonials, which, you know, is horrific. But unless you're local people, it's not scary. Um, So for Roanoke, zero. But, like, people went missing and no one knows why. But for, yeah, but it's not like you had a phone. Do you know what I mean? If it was now and a whole village of 116 people went missing, I'd be like, five out of five. That is horrific. But the fact that they went missing then, there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of reasons. But for the word Croatoan on its own, four. Okay, so we'll we'll settle at, like, a three. (laughs) Like a two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. We'll go there. All right, what is the danger of this? I mean, if something malicious happened, like a f- four? But we don't know. So what's the danger of something that you don't know? Oh, I don't know. This is such an impossible one to write. It is quite hard, isn't it? I'm going to go in the middle and just go three. Okay. Um, obviously, it's real, so I'm not going to ask you that. Yeah. And... Any alternative explanations to sum up what we just talked about? Um, they got lost. Yeah. They ate each other. Well, yeah, but they would have found some bones, so I'm I'm discrediting that one. All right, cross that out. <laughs> um, so they got lost. They um, kidnapped. They all got killed. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens is one. Yeah. Aliens could have come. I'm just aliens saying. could have come. And or, or like a horrible shipwreck. Abducted all these other people. Shipwreck is also a good one. Yeah. Though I think they would have found something. You know. Yeah. Like a, a, a shipwreck, for example. Um. So yeah. No. Cool episode. I feel like I learned quite a lot. <laughs> cool episode. Done. Kate doesn't speak <laughs> in this one. Oh, oh birthday, Kate. I meant it was For your birthday. You get to shut <laughs> up. My birthday. I say nothing. <laughs> She's resting her vocal cords so she can sing herself happy birthday. <laughs> Shut up. I meant your part of the episode was cool. Mine's going to be cooler. All right. Anyway, I'm going to plug us now. All right. uh, if you want to follow us on social media, it's at Myths Magic Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, all of the photos will be on there. So like any photos of Roanoke, anything we talk about will be on there. Um, also, we post cool things, so go follow us. You can email us at mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com if you want to send us some scary stories or anything like that. Are you messing? You've just stolen my thing. Sorry, go on. Spooky stories, haunted happenings, or terrifying tales. Yeah, you got any of those, send them to us because we want to know them. <laughs> and if you want to support us with, you know, dollar, then you can go Cold to... Cold hard cash. <laughs> then you can go to patreon.com forward slash mythsmagicmurder. On Patreon. 
We have a whole bunch of tiers. Oh, here she goes. Range from not a lot to a little bit more. And you can get things like new episodes. We just um, put one on there. Yeah, it's about the Church of Satan and some real bogarts. If you want to go and learn about those things, you can get them on our Patreon. Yeah, and we do little extra short stories and, you know, shout outs, letters, little little things to show that we care that you care. Yeah, fun stuff. Cool. Do you want to get into the next? Of course Elizabeth, I do. Liz, may I call Lizzie. her Liz? No, you may not. So Countess Elizabeth Bartory Dieckshead or, get ready, Exidy. Bathory Erjabet. I'm going to assume that's right. I hope so, because I spent so long on the Hungarian pronunciation wiki page, <laughs> trying try desperately not to fuck it up. So as a disclaimer, um, I know that there are alternative ways, for example, the one that I just did, of saying all of the names I'm going to mention, but I'm going to use the ones that are most familiar to my mother tongue. She's just a sweet English lady. <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm just going to be calling her, like, Elizabeth, um, just because I think it'll make for more fluent listening and reading. Fair enough. I'm sorry if this offends you. I'm not trying to bastardize anything. Also, for my story, literally every single trigger warning <laughs> that there's gore, violence, incest, rape, murder. I'm not going to talk about incest or rape in depth, but just be aware that they are mentioned. And if you're unable to cope, then we have helplines in the description. So my sources are Wikipedia, medicalbag.com, bathory.org, famouspeople.com, elizabethbathory.net, rejectedprincesses.com, infamouslady.com, ancient-origins.net. You okay? Okay. Sorry, she just started looking at me really weird. Britannica.com, historytoday.com, thoughtco.com, allthatsinteresting.com, and guinnessworldrecords.com. Guinness World Records. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to learn about this. So, Elizabeth was born in either uh, either 1560 or 1561. So, as you can imagine, it's a bit harder to tell when people were born in the 1500s. Um, On a family estate in Nyarbator. Sorry, I made it like Russian. It wasn't supposed to be. She was the daughter of Baron George Bathory VI and Baroness Anna Bathory. George's brother was Andrew Bonaventura Bathory, and Andrew was the voivode of Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. Cool. So, to explain what on earth that is that I just said. I was thinking. Yeah. I'm going to give you the routine history lesson. I love this. Maybe we should change our genre to history. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't, considering I thought Napoleon was Spanish. Okay, yep. <laughs> so, from the Middle Ages to the 20th century, around the year um, 1000 to 1946, excluding 1918 to 1920, there was a kingdom of Hungary, which was a monarchy in Central Europe that covered what is today called... Hungary, Slovakia, Transylvania, some parts of Romania, some parts of the Ukraine, part of Serbia, part of Austria, Croatia, part of Slovenia, and a few villages in Poland. So, pretty big. So, Elizabeth was around in the 1500s, but the nearest population count I could find was in the 1700s, but it was 8 million, so huge. A lot. Very expansive. The... Voivode of Transylvania was the highest ranking official 
appointed by the monarch um, and were counts of Behar County and were the superiors of all other counts of the other counties in the province. Counts of the counties? Yeah. This is too much for my brain. Does that make sense? He was important. He was like the most important count in the area. The most important count in the county. And all the other counties in the province. Wow, what a title. Yeah. So that was Andrew and he was the biggest the count in all the counts. In Transylvania. Not only was George's brother Andrew a voivode of Transylvania, but Anna's father, Stephen, um, was also a voivode of Transylvania. And Stephen's brother, so Anna's uncle, wait, Elizabeth's, no, it was Elizabeth's uncle, sorry, so her mum's brother, yeah, was the king of Poland, prince of Transylvania, and grand duke of Lithuania. Damn, these people are crazy important. <laughs> Yeah, so suffice it to say, suffice it to say, she was pretty well off when it came to being up the ranks. Yeah, jeez. All right, Liz, cool it. <laughs> Stop calling her that. She's gonna come and haunt me. Yeah, but it wasn't all good for Elizabeth because when she was around four or five, she had really violent seizures, probably caused by epilepsy from the inbreeding of her parents. Oh. Yeah, they were both batteries by birth. It wasn't the taken marriage name. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. The treatment. Oh, kid. <laughs> the treatment for this, um, like her seizures, was to rub the blood of a non sufferer onto the lips of an epileptic, or by just giving the sufferer a mix of non sufferer's blood and a piece of their skull as the seizure ended. A piece of their skull? Yeah. Do you think that works? Probably not, right? I can't imagine that it does. I imagine it does more damage than good. If you have seizures and you drink blood, let me know if it works. <laughs> leave us a leave us a review and let us know. Wow. I, I love learning about um sort of old timey I don't know what else to say. Like medicine. Yeah. Because it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I get why people would think that because they didn't have the medicine we have, but like the idea of just being like, just put that blood on your lips and you'll be alright. Yeah. It's crazy. And like a piece of a skull, what? It doesn't make any sense. What are you coming up with? Elizabeth also lost control, um, often to her fits of rage. She didn't have the best upbringing either, as she would bear witness to some awful punishments that her family dealt out. One example of such is that a traveller who was accused of theft was sewn into the stomach of a dying horse and left to die. What? What? Yeah. You always have such crazy stories. What is this? <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. Oh my God. As well as, the, as well as this, when she was young, one of her uncles taught her Satanism and an aunt taught her about sadomasochism. As you do, you know. So I feel like it Where wasn't... Where are social services? Wasn't, well, it's the 1500s. I'm not sure they're around. At 10 years old, Elizabeth was engaged. Oh. Yeah. God, this poor freaking kid, man. To be married to your Count Ferenc Nardazid. Sorry. Some say that at the age of 13, Elizabeth gave birth to a child, but the father was a peasant, so her family didn't allow her to keep it. Instead, they gave it to a local woman who took it to Wallachia. It's said that Ferenc castrated her lover and had him torn to pieces by dogs. Also, interestingly... 
Vlad the Impaler was voivode of Wallachia. Huh. Mm. And if you don't know who he is, then you are missing out. I don't know how legit it is that she gave birth, though, because apparently people only brought this up once she was dead. So it could be, could be a bit of hearsay. When she was 15, the marriage was finalized. She married Count Ferenc. Three years later, he became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops. So he had to manage, she had to manage the business and the estates and everything. Um, while she was managing all of that, apparently she intervened to help poor women. For example, a woman whose husband was captured by the Ottomans, which was who they were at war with, and a woman whose daughter was raped and impregnated. So she seems pretty nice. Yeah. Just wait. Oh. Apparently, though, she was a bit of a bitch to her servants, and her husband was no nicer. Skipping on a few years to 1604, the couple had been married for 29 years, and Ferenc was dying. But before passing away, he entrusted his children and Elizabeth to Gjörg Thorzo. This is where it all goes downhill. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> sort of. So... Rumours started to circulate in Elizabeth's village that the 10 to 14 year old girls that were looking for work as a servant in her castle were disappearing. Then it was noted that young girls who were sent to her from their families to learn good manners went missing too. Then random abductions throughout the town would occur. Mm, all the bit suspicious, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's odd enough to not be something good. Yeah. Um, then shit just hit the fan the hungarian king sent george thorzo who was his highest ranking representative and also the guy i just mentioned um to investigate these disappearances reports came flooding in that elizabeth was <clears throat> any guesses before i say it honestly i don't know what you think that what you're gonna say so i can't really think of anything now it all kind of came up my mind when you said that her parents were like that closely related and also that that guy got sewn into a horse so i mean no i don't have any guesses kate no i don't think you would have got it anyway she was burning victims with hot irons beating them to death with clubs sticking needles under their fingernails and into their lips pouring iced water over their bodies and leaving them outside to freeze to death, drenching them in honey and live ants, sewing their lips together, biting skin off of their faces, arms and breasts, starving them to death, using scissors to cut their noses, hands and genitals, or using scissors to cut the skin open between people's fingers, eating parts of people or burning their hands. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you know... I thought I was prepared for what you're gonna say, but then it was all quite a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. What happened? She seemed so nice. What happened in those twenty nine years? She was just full of rage, and she was like, "You know what? I hate everyone, and I'm gonna stick needles in them." Yeah. That's rough, man. Whoa. Okay, continue, please. There is one more thing that is possibly the worst. Oh, good. It gets worse. Legend has it. That one night, a female servant was brushing Elizabeth's hair, and as she was brushing, she tugged on a snag. The countess jumped up and struck the girl across the face with the back of her hand. The girl was hit so hard that her face was bleeding. Later on, Elizabeth looked at her hand and saw that where some residual blood had been, the skin on her hand looked more youthful than it had been in years. 
So, she began to think that if such little blood could make such a difference, then more would result in an overall youthfulness about her. So from then on, she would bathe in the blood of young girls. I think I've heard of this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very reminiscent, coincidentally, of um, the American Horror Story version of Delphine Lalaurie. Oh, yeah. In Coven. We are talking three. about American Horror Story again. Yeah. In which Kathy Bates smears blood on her face to make her younger. Yeah, I had heard of that, actually. I just hadn't heard of the rest of it, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if it works. Um, there's no real evidence that Delphine herself did this. so It was probably just, like, inspired. That's by... what I mean, yeah. It's possible that they used Elizabeth as, like, an influence. That's cool. Yeah. Um, although I'd love to tell you a dramatic story about how, like, Georg and his crew caught her red-handed in the act of torture. They just arrested her while she was eating dinner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they arrested her and four of her servants, who are believed to have helped her torture others. There was one young girl found in the castle that was, you know, had been tortured but wasn't dead. Um, and they managed to free her. Um... Thorzo spoke to Elizabeth's son and two of her son-in-laws about what to do next because an execution would have caused a public scandal and it would have been a public scandal for the family that rules Transylvania, so they would have been totally disgraced. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, plus, Elizabeth's estates and belongings would have been seized by the state rather than still belonging to her and her family. They were going to send her to a nunnery, but as word of the murders spread, they just kept her under house arrest. She went to trial, and although nobody admitted to seeing anything directly, it was all friend-of-a-friend allegations, and no one had written a complaint to anyone, which was apparently really common at the time. Like, if anything was off, someone would just write a letter of complaint to their mate. Fair enough. Like, gossiping? Yeah. I guess that's, like, the modern equivalent of just texting your mate in it and being like, Wow, the food this place is really sucky. Yeah, you know? my no my neighbours are so noisy. Yeah, rather than just dealing with it. That's really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, there was no real evidence. Um, she was never sent to prison, but she was put under house arrest from January 25th, 1611, until her death on the 21st of August, 1614. By way of the accomplices... Three of them were executed, and one of them was sentenced to life imprisonment. So she could have had it worse. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The largest estimate of her victims that were said in the trial was 650 people. Oh my god, 650? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That sounds so fake, like what I just... That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Wow, cool. No, that is crazy. <laughs> Jesus. This earned wow. her a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most prolific female serial killer. Oh, so that's why she's Guinness World. Mm -hmm. Cool. Love that for her. <laughs> Interestingly, and... That's what she was aiming for. Very disappointingly, it's probably unlikely that she bathed in the blood of her victims. She might have done. You don't know that. I'm sorry that I keep clickbaiting you like this. The claims only came in after her imprisonment and were probably used to embellish the story. Make it sound way worse. She might have done. <laughs> she could have. If you want to believe that she bathed in the blood of her victims, then you believe it. I would like that. Makes it a bit more like, whoa. I <laughs> oh mean, my God. what she did was horrible, but like, imagine her being that level of 
awful is yeah interesting to think about in fact people debate whether she actually killed anyone at all you mean like people just like told, like ratted her out some believe that the whole thing is a conspiracy created by the leaders of Hungary who saw Elizabeth as a threat because she had a vast estate and so much wealth. This could be true because in a letter to Gyorgy, the king of Hungary said that Elizabeth should be sent to trial and executed. This would have, as I said, meant that all of her staff basically got sent to him. Mm. As well as this... The king himself owed a large debt to Elizabeth, which was cancelled by her family so they could manage her captivity rather than sending her to her death or to prison. So, believe what you will. Yeah. Those who do believe that she bathed in the blood of many also believe that she is Bloody Mary, linking to last episode. This is actually how I found out about her because I was doing my research. She cropped up. I was just going to mention her in passing last week, but she seemed so interesting that I wanted to do a full episode. Also, her name isn't Mary, so that kind of killed the whole Bloody Mary link for me. Bloody Elizabeth. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think she was a prolific, heartless serial killer who bathed in the blood to stay young? Or do you think she was just a harsh mistress that was framed for murder to eliminate a potential threat? I mean, it's entirely possible that she was just, like, framed because he wanted her stuff that would make sense i mean especially since she was so nice to like poor people or whatever but also people were just going missing like that people who were working for her as well they were just going missing but that seems like too much of a coincidence for her to not be killing them well i mean it's hard to know if they were actually going missing because like i said no one wrote a letter of complaint it could have just been that the king was like, I've heard people are going missing. George, go find out what it is. You know what I mean? I guess. I know. We'll, we'll I never know. know. I think it's kind of... I think it's kind of interesting. I think she might kill people. Maybe. <laughs> I, a girl Maybe. can dream. <laughs> it's kind of cool that she kill people. Killing people isn't cool, guys. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you need to really... Don't do it. It's bad. Mention that. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of scary, though, and interesting to think that she killed that many people. Like, wow. In such a multitude of ways. Yeah. Like, she was really just... She knew what she it. wanted, and she got shit done. Yeah. <laughs> that so level. that's kind of cool to think about, like, you know. But it's entirely possible she was framed. Yeah. Especially with the time, like, the 1500s. I feel like they weren't overly sort of bothered about what was true or not. Yeah. <laughs> So, what would you rate it in terms of scariness? Scariness. Hmm. I feel like it's scary to an extent mm -hmm. because the majority of the people in that time would have been peasants. I would have been a peasant. So, you know. You I still are a peasant. Shut up. <laughs> Support me on Patreon. No. <laughs> so, like, you know, if someone like that is kind of ruling over you and they're killing people, that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, like, whoa. But I think I'm gonna give it like a like a three because she might have also not done it, and also like, there's no real proof of that she did any of this stuff. She could have just been killing them in a more gentle way, I guess. And people were like trying to make it bigger. Mm -hmm. What about the threat level? Threat level. I'm gonna give it a like a two mm -hmm. because 
it's a bit scary and like you could die, but also like if you just don't work for her, maybe you just won't die. Also, she wasn't killing all of her servants, so. There were random abductions in the town, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe like a three. Three. <laughs> yeah, I'll change it. Push it up a bit. <laughs> uh, how credible. Like a three and a half, actually. Three yeah, she half. could just swipe you, actually. Swipe and no swiping. You're like, oh, it's Liz. And then she just grabs you. Oh, I don't think she'd be walking around. Like, cash. Oh, it's Liz. Here she comes. No, it'd be like, oh, here comes a hooded figure straight for me. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I imagine they're just wandering on the street, like, in her gown. Like, people won't know who she is. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, come on. Ooh. And then just put you on her shoulder. You want to come meows? Come to my castle. <laughs> Starts calling you like a cat. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, how credible? How credible? Um, like a two and a half, because we have no real proof of this because it was so long ago. We didn't even know her birthday. Fair enough. So, but I'm going to give it a bit more because there was a lot of information on it being real. So I, I don't really know. I mean, it's hard because she was definitely a person. Exactly. But. So that part is credible. Her history is credible. Yeah. But whether she killed people is not. Yeah. Yeah. Any alternative explanations? She was framed. Anything else? She was a vampire. Fair enough. She could have been a vampire. Mm -hmm. She could have tasted that blood when she was a kid and been like, give me some more of that. But I only thought about it when she was like 40. <laughs> well, she's been seen as like a um, an inspiration for Dracula. Yeah. So, Also Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I about that part. But That's interesting. Yeah, the, the two are quite heavily linked. So Yeah. So yeah, anything else? Or just framed vampire? <laughs> she was a framed vampire. She was framed, she could have been a vampire, or she could have actually done it and just been a crazy serial killer. And that's cool too. <laughs> but it's not cool. It's not cool. As I said, don't murder people. But it's interesting to think about. It is, yeah. Definitely. That's all for today? I think that is all for today. Okay, cool. Well, now that we're done, just one more thing. Don't listen before bed. Listen before bed. <laughs>